0: Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. Today I have on my internet friend that I adore, but I've never actually met her in person. Her name is Emma Bond and she is owner of All True Health and Performance. Um. So she owns like an online coaching business, kind of like what I do, but it's more focused on working with athletes, especially CrossFit athletes. And so I wanted to bring her on because I wanted to talk about her whole slowdown era, which is what she's been talking about. And, you know, you guys have heard on my podcast how important it is to like slow down and and really just release some stress when it comes to healings. That's going to be what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. I was so excited to meet you in not real life, but virtually, I guess, face to face. So thank you.
0: Yeah, it's so it's so cool when you meet people, you're just like, we would be best friends. (laughs) I'm saying, yeah, like we would lay on a bed of moth together. Yeah, we would have a good time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And also too, if you guys just so you know, we'll link her Instagram too at the end of the show. Anyways, Emma, I wanted to talk to you, like I said, about like the whole slowdown era. I guess we can start with what sparked that for you and what made you want to go into that? Yeah,
1: I think we can kind of probably relate to this, but I kind of got to a point where a couple things. I felt like one, everything was a hamster wheel, like the day was the thing. Every day I was producing, I was working, I was going to the gym, I was meal prepping. Every day felt very mundane, similarly. And I remember I hired this new business coach who is a lot more holistic in her approach. And I remember we had a onboarding call and she was like, all right, what is everyone's goals? And I remember just bursting into tears because I grew up very creatively, always doing artwork, drawing, painting, fashion design. And as I got into business, I just completely lost that side of myself. So my goal was to just bring out that creative side. But as you know, it's really hard to be creative and express that feminine when we're so hyper in that masculine so she really brought to light a lot about these different energies and I think that was you and you learned something and there's just that one thing that sticks out to you and it's like okay here comes this entire self-change journey so that really made me dove into the understanding of if I really want To change, if I want my business to change, if I want to change the way I feel, the way I look, the way I communicate with people, I need to take a huge step back and really dive into this sense of like self discovery. That was a piece. Um, Another huge piece is coming from my CrossFit background. I was training like two hours, five times a week. Sometimes, of course, on our rest days, we're like hiking with a weight vest. Like CrossFitters don't really take rest days. And I ended up slipping a disc. From there, I kind of had was forced to slow down in my training. But then throughout that time, I developed some pretty serious gut issues. There were foods that were even low FODMAP foods on that protocol. That i would still be having these debilitating pain so i was at a point where i'm like hey i need to reach out as you know it's hard to coach yourself through this process so i reached out to a registered dietitian and i heard again hey we need to slow down we need to take a step back so all this kind of happened around the same time and that really pushed me into that phase in particular
0: yeah that's so interesting that you say that because do you know the book the universe has your back no, but you have such good book
1: recommendations. So I'm writing that one down. I think Letting Go, is that the other one?
0: Yeah, I love so Letting Go and The Universe Has Your Back, those were two mind-blowing books for me. That like introduced me into more spirituality, which is crazy because I used to be atheist. Like I was like, there's nothing out there. The world sucks. And now I'm praying every day and my life has changed. And not even to make this religious, just praying to a higher power, whatever that is exactly. to you. The reason why I bring this up is because it introduced me to the concept of universal assignments. Basically, things are going to keep showing up in your life until you actually complete that assignment. For example, you were forced to slow down, right? You wouldn't have slowed down and realized that you were just go, go, go until you actually slipped a disc. And until you, let's say you slipped the disc, you kept trying to push yourself, but then you had gut issues. And then these things are going to keep piling on until you slow down. So it's so interesting that that happened. But one thing I wanted to kind of clarify for people was just the whole idea of masculine versus feminine energy. I know you had just said that. What are some examples of like being in the masculine versus the feminine? Yeah, I would just uh, differentiate yin and yang. Masculine is more doing. Feminine
1: is more being. So that's a very easy way to separate them. But then you can be in more of an unhealthy masculine or unhealthy feminine. Unhealthy feminine in our space is kind of you look at people, you can never, it might be inconsistency, right? Can never really take action on something like, hey, one day I do, one day I don't. I'm not really showing up at the gym. Hypermasculine might look like, hey, I can't rest. I can't take a step back. I constantly need to be showing up in the gym, going in the gym. That was very me because you might relate to this again. I wanted to prove myself. Like, I wanted to be something. I wanted to build an awesome business. I wanted to be really strong. I wanted to be an athlete, something I that I was never before. So I kept putting so much of my self-worth in producing and being. So that's kind of how that rose up.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I think that like we had talked about before we started recording that it's not really we get people that are hyper feminine. Well, Obviously, they wouldn't even get coaching or they wouldn't even be in the gym if that's the case. We get a lot of people that are hyper masculine. And so I I'll let you go first on this because I have some thoughts, but- Why do you think so many people are stuck in the, I have to do a million things, like if I'm resting, resting is not productive, or I need to work more than I'm sleeping? Where do we get those thoughts?
1: Yeah, I hate to say, I hate to say this one word answer, but it really is the society that we live in. I think social media, it's hard. It's hard, and and it's hard even for me to use it at times because when I go on there, constant battle. I'm not doing enough. I don't look that way. That person's doing better than me. Even some groups I'm in, in the business realm, when I get coaching, I had to put myself on, I had to put the group chat on mute because it's, hey, I hit this, I hit this, I made this financially. And it really, if you get too far into that environment, right, because we're a product of our environment, can be really hard to separate yourself and separate your core values. So for me, I was in the CrossFit environment very heavily. I was in all these business groups. And so we learned that success equals PR. Success equals these high income months. So I was just a product of that. It wasn't really, I would say, how I was raised. I was actually raised by a very feminine parent, very creative, loving, gentle, a lot of freedom. And I think my rebellious side was, eh, I'm going the opposite way so that I inherently could prove myself. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts too.
0: Yeah, no, I would say definitely society. Because you see people, I mean, we're business owners, so we see a lot of other business owners. I always see on my Explore page, like, hey, host Reels six times a week and use trending audio and you have to do X, Y, and Z. And you're just, oh, my gosh, like I could literally be doing a million things. Where do I stop? And you work from home. So it's not like you leave the office and then you're done. Like home is your, your sanctuary. It's like, no, you're you're working from home. And so you never can really shut off from that. Also, everything is content. So when do you stop recording? When do you just be present in the moment? So I find it really hard for business owners. And when it comes to the clients, I think it it is also just, okay, you could be tracking your food. You could be going on walks every day. You could be getting 10,000 steps. It's another thing that I find is just, again, society and social media where people just feel like they always have to be doing. Or it's that maybe they have emotions that they never really dealt with. And so they don't really want to sit with themselves. That's a really big one. Yeah,
1: that is a really big one. And I think a lot of people do work through those emotions by doing more. Hey, let me just hide it and let me go to the gym. You know, people, you see so many reels. They're like, gym is therapy. Gym is, my
0: th- gym is not therapy. It is putting extra <laughs> stress on your body. <laughs> I agree. I know. It's so crazy. I guess for you, when you did start to slow down, because I know in my case and in a lot of our my clients, sometimes just slowing down could fix most of their symptoms, like 90% of their symptoms. What did you see physically and mentally when you did do that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll kind of dive into what, what that looked like because everybody is so different. So for me, cutting out
1: caffeine, that was a big one. You're fairly caffeine-free too. Did I get that right? Most of the I mean, time, unless I'm feeling naughty. Thing right for real sometimes it hit what it hits when you have it before a workout or i have a half decap i'm like damn this is worthwhile but that was a big one for me another one was just slowing down my movement so i was always the type of person that i'm in a grocery store i'm rushing to the grocery store i'm cooking there's like cabinets open i'm doing 10 things at once i have a million tabs open so it was really just me slowing down my movement and i you know long story short just feel like a completely new human I had some really hard periods where we call it like somatic release. I just got out so many deep, deep rooted emotions. So parts of it were not pretty, but I've been such a better communicator, a better listener, which is really helpful when you have clients and you really listen to them and they feel heard and validated. It makes such a difference for your connection. Same goes with clients, right? When you really listen to your coach and you take what they say into account, it makes your experience a lot better. So communication, uh, listening, my gut has healed. I don't fear foods anymore. I can tolerate so many more foods in my system. Because I took that time to slow down, I finally have really strong sense of motivation to get after heavy lifting. I was like totally burnt out on it. It's helped a lot in terms of my business. I've let people go in my business to help it grow. So there's just so many facets that I feel like it's hard to reflect upon. But I just inherently feel like such a better version of myself. Things don't stress me out easily. If someone has to, God forbid, I had a client uh, recently, a um, coach who left. She took another position. I was like, okay, cool. Things are in place. Let's handle this, right? I didn't go down in the deep end or start to play that blame game. There were so
0: many benefits to that slowdown era. So when you did start to slow down, and like we said, sometimes people have a hard time sitting with themselves. I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing, but did anything come up for you? And I know the answer could be very general. Yeah, of course. But was there anything specific that you feel like someone might need to hear that came up for you when you relaxed? Yeah, you have such great questions, by the way. I just want to say that. <laughs> I would say, and I'm like an open book, so
1: you can't ask me anything, control. Control was a big one. And I reflected upon why do I feel this sense of control thing? And I look back and again, I had very feminine parents. And so when I parted ways and I started going on my own, I felt like part of that was, hey, I need to be this hyper masculine self and I need to control a lot of these things. I also dated in the past more feminine partners, partners that really didn't take a lot of action. So I developed even more masculine energy. When I met my, who's now my fiance, I remember telling him specifically, it was like our first date. Okay, if this works out, you get one hug and one compliment a day. That's it i am not a physical touch person i'm not an emotional person i don't cry a lot and so i kept telling myself this story but really i'm such a big empath like i cry i get upset i feel these feelings and so just up until recently through this slowdown era when i had one of these like releases he really helped me through the process he pointed out that control was something where on the weekend hey let's go here i planned this and he didn't have that sense of control so i'm grateful that he pointed that out That could have easily went down a bad road of me putting on more control or being in more control but that was a big one for me and it's really really hard to give up control but if you're in a relationship and a partnership you know it's really healthy for someone to have more masculine energy and somebody to have more feminine energy so it's been really so game changer for our relationship too yeah that was a big one
0: (laughs) yeah definitely i i definitely can relate to the whole dating Feminine men. And I'm like, why do I keep every single man I've ever dated? I'm like, why are you not a man? <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so true. And I realized because I was always making the plans, I was never allowing them to actually take control. And so again, I kept dating these feminine men because we can think of that as a universal assignment. You know, it was kept, it kept showing up for me. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it was me not learning my lesson. And whether this is true or not, it's the universe. We can say the universe kind of like telling me, hey, this is something that we're trying to teach you, like listen up here because this is gonna keep happening until you listen to this. Yeah, I guess, you know, we can have these realizations and some people get really scared. It gets really scary to change. We were also talking about how it's hard branding our businesses because we're always evolving as people. And I think for us, maybe we don't really struggle with evolving. I think we're pretty open to it. But so many people are very just scared and they're like, oh, you know, I'm in this relationship, but I can't get out of it. I've already invested X amount of time into it. Or I am I just invested this much amount of time into this business and, and getting to this huge position. How could I let all that go and do something that's more relaxed and balances my energy better? Is there any advice you can give people maybe to give them some courage to make the change. Yeah, I would say beyond
1: support, that support is really, really important. But let's go beyond that. Because I also heard this one thing you were saying is trust, believing that this is for a reason. Again, whether you believe in God or or anything else, just trusting that there is a higher power. And diving into that spirituality was really helpful for me because I understood, hey, this happens for a reason, right? I'm going through these really heavy, dark emotions for a reason breaking these connections from the past for a reason and stepping back for a reason. And you really just have to put a lot of trust either in yourself or a higher power. And I think it really comes down to that. And what do, what do you think? What would be your one, one word or two word?
0: I think the first thing, which is more recent for me, but has kind of tied everything together, was the spiritual part of things you were saying, just kind of trusting that things are going to work out. And the whole idea of surrendering. So actually... That book, I think that'd be, I think you're you're at a place right now where it would probably tie things really well together for you, especially if you're just getting into the masculine, feminine, because she talks about that a lot. And anyone listening, if you're trying to get into spirituality, this is really cool. But she has prayers in there too. And literally just one of the prayers was, or I think it was just saying, oh, the mantra, like something about surrendering. Mm -hmm. And so every single time I start to get into these fear-based stories, because she talks about love versus fear and how we're always driven by fear. What if we were driven by love? When I start to get fearful and anxious, I'm just, you know what, I surrender. And nine times out of 10, I'll get chills throughout my body, which is really crazy. Or man, the other day I was, okay, if I'm really gonna surrender to this higher power, show me a sign. So my dog, we were walking on a hike and we lost his ball. And I was like, all right, universe, if you're, if you're like for real where's this ball turn around his balls right there <laughs> it was the craziest thing it. yeah because i had this feeling of like turn around like i'd walked past yeah. it and i did and so it really is interesting when you start to believe that there's just a higher power again whether it's real or it's not well if you do believe in it, it it's kind of like you're, you don't really lose out right it's gonna yeah. be helpful anyways yeah yeah
1: and I'm so- also feel glad you brought brought up that word surrender. That was actually a huge word for me. And again, giving up that control, you know, something that my fiance and I talked about was just surrendering and it is so powerful. And I think if you are going through that phase, just like you said, pick a word for me or a mantra. For me, it was their strength and stillness. So anytime I felt like I needed to do more or produce more or I wasn't good enough, I reminded myself, hey, their strength and stillness. And the power and stillness is that you can reflect on these like fractals, right? Like we're talking about these patterns that you keep repeating over and over. It almost allows you to take a huge step back and like see yourself in the corner. I've had so many epiphanies when I'm in yin yoga and I've just like been able to see myself, you know, on the floor, I'm in this corner. Wow, okay, so these are the patterns that I keep repeating. Those things don't happen to you unless you're in that sense of stillness. For a lot of people, it's the car, right? You are ever driving? You're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. No, <laughs>
0: know. Yeah, I know. And then I'm like, this would be a great story. And then I'm like, I'm driving. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I think journaling is really helpful, too. A lot of people don't know where to start. But even just asking yourself, what brought me joy today? What maybe didn't bring me joy? The opposite, you know, <laughs> just yeah. reflecting on what was working and what's not working for you can be really helpful. But also, yeah, the meditations and Something that I absolutely love too is the whole manifestation and visualization of where you want to be, because a lot of us don't believe that we can even get to that point. For example, I was telling you I am in a transition of half assing everything to full assing. Because growing up, I was always, it's fine. It's fine. I had too much going on in my brain from just trauma and all of that, that is really hard for me to focus on things. And so I would just half ass and try and get by all the time. But I spent so much time, especially this past month, just visualizing, no, this is going to be a business that is going to change lives and I know I can do this and just really focusing on branding and who I am and not worrying about trying to be marketing and all of that. Just getting clear on what I want to be, what that end goal is, is now allowing me to align my actions to get me to that goal. Again, for anyone listening, no matter what that goal is, whether that goal is to how can I get out of like this disordered eating pattern or how can I heal my gut? How can I slow down enough to heal my body? Because that's really hard for me. Start to visualize yourself on that end goal and then work yourself backwards. Like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. And what do I need to do today to get me closer to that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is so much power, right? In envisioning your higher self. What does that higher self look like? But beyond that too, it's like, what, how does that higher self communicate? What is that higher self relationship? If we go back to that disordered eating, who, who's in your friend group? Maybe there's those friends that every time you show up, they're like, are you really on a diet again? Are you doing this again? They constantly are like berating you and putting you down. Maybe when you envision that higher self, you're not with those friends anymore. And that might be the difference between you taking action and cutting off that friendship and you staying in that fractal, in that spiral, continuing to make those relationships over and over so yeah, I love that. I think there's so much power, and it's fun, right? Buddhism love to like visualize themselves when they're their best, and they look great, and they're making great decisions. They have great relationships. It, it you know, it goes back to when we were like playing with dolls and stuff. Yeah, said <laughs> the best looking uh, talking dolls. Just be that doll. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, I know, and and it is hard too because it's, it can be overwhelming. You're like, I have to change so much, but also just you know, writing down your goals and and maybe just starting with one quote unquote sacrifice. For me, that was actually, well, I had a couple of things. I won't say all of them, but one of them was actually just there are lingering things that I want to take care of in terms of my mental health. So for me, I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna smoke because I was finding that I was smoking weed whenever I had a busier day at work. And I didn't really think of it until recently. And so I cut it out and I just feel so much better. I'm processing things better. Just start with one thing and then go from there. And once you see how much it'll change, that one thing changes things for you, you'll keep wanting to make changes in the future. Yeah, that is so true. Rather than cutting everything out at once.
1: And then you're right. You really get to see maybe I didn't need to cut this thing out. Maybe it didn't make that much of a difference. Maybe there's another issue that's going on here. Um, But yeah, going through the phase two. I think we're so quick to just do everything at once, do it all at once there's no timeline. There is no timeline. We all want to feel great and look strong for the rest of our life. There's no need to rush to get there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we gave some good advice, but I'm just wondering if there's anything else that you wanted to touch on in terms of people that need to get into this slowdown era that are stuck in the fast pace, kind of do a million things at once era. Yeah. Yeah, I think we gave some really good takeaways and I think kind of starts
1: with Like you said, envisioning your higher self. What does that higher self look like? Close your eyes. Just think of that person or write it down. Or if you're a creative person, draw it out. Draw out what you might look like. That can give you a really good game plan on how to get there. What are these action steps I need to take? How do I need to change my actions to get to that person? And then from there, the whole goal of this is to do it slowly. So do one thing at a time, right? Hey, do I need to change my communication? Do I need to cut off these relationships? Do not need to ask for help from a coach? Don't give yourself a timeline, you know, but really go into this phase with purpose. What do you want to get out of this? How do you want to change? And then from there, like I said, just slowing down your pace, you know, making sure you're saving your energy, It's going to be uncomfortable, right? When we first sat with uh, stillness, we're like, okay, this is weird. My brain's not quieting, but I promise it's like a muscle. The more you practice it, the easier it gets, the stronger you get. And it really does, it, it really creates a whole new sense of strength, right? I think you and I and a lot of people look at people who are physically strong. We're like, oh, they're the strongest mother. I don't want to curse on here ever. But they might have a very weak mentality. You never know what's underneath. And so when you're able to slow down and be gentle, man, you're just like this different strong version of yourself. I don't even know how to describe it, but maybe you know what I'm talking
0: about. I totally agree. Yeah. There's so much that comes to you when you slow down. And that's where you were saying before, like the creativity comes too. sometimes when we're pushing content or we're like stuck in our business, it's just actually not like surrendering that and not worrying about it is when the ideas actually come. So that's good advice. What is your handle? It is strength by bond, short and simple. It used to be body by bond, but I changed
1: it after I slow down here. I'm like, I don't really want to be physique based anymore. That's that. that.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, it was so nice talking with you. And yeah, I hope to have you back in the future. Thank you, Sedona. Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.